child. But it, don't miss this jet hoe. 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 Talking jet life to the next life. 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 Don't miss this jet hoe. 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 Talking jet life to the next life. Jet life to the next life. Jet life to the next life. Wishing to wake up in one-night houses Cause we got it, they want it High and shopping on Rodeo bags Boxes being carried They wishing we was married Yacht party, I suggested She wear no socks with her spirits Chopping vulgar and prop over vodka and cranberry She wasn't offended She was all the way with it Say she rolling with me Cause she know I'm gone for the millions Don't miss this jet ho. Don't miss this jet ho. Don't miss this jet hoe. Don't miss this jet hoe. Talking jet life to the next life. Turn me up. Turn the music up. Turn the next Frozen up, pockets swollen up I've been rolling up since I was old enough Niggas wanna talk about us, nigga, what about timing? Niggas wanna talk about luck, nigga, what about grinding? I'm baking wherever I want I'm paying so my drunk in the front Making the day what you making the month Got a lot of cash, so a nigga gon' stunt Spending on grass, better rolling one up Yeah, we live fast, but the main thing is trust GGOD, keep gin in the cup Get in where you fit in, I'm winning
is the German bomber, the pod bomber, red shirt daddy. <laughs> and join today with the immaculate one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's young Jose McFly. Mr. Put That Shit On. Minus the CTE. The best mustache you've ever seen since Hollywood Shuffle. And for media man, we not playing with the Golden Lords out here in 2023 no more. Faster than two baby mamas in an Ultima with the eyelashes on it. Eating plain of hot lime Cheetos, bumping sexy red. Skiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiiii
Dennis fucking Allen. What? Peter fucking Carmichael. Derek DeAndre Carr. Count your fucking days. I want you off my fucking team. I can't fucking stand it. We weren't supposed to lose to Tampa. We weren't supposed to lose, dog. I can't fucking deal with this shit, bro. This shit was this shit was packaged to me as a new age, a new dawn of sorts. We got a new quarterback. We're giving him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Even though we have a young black quarterback on the bench, we're going to give this young white man a lot of money. We're going to let a lot of our defensive guys go. And some of these guys went to Atlanta. And a couple other places that they could rival us. Dead ass. Now, some of those picks seem to be very fruitful for us. One thing about it, two things for sure. I want Taysom Hill. Vanilla Vic, I want that nigga out of a Saints jersey immediately. Nothing pisses me off more than when it's third and fucking six, seeing Taysom Hill get the call to come into the fucking game like there's a bevy of plays for him to run. It's not. It's a sneak it's a fucking fake sneak. It's an end around. He doesn't do nothing. He got 13 yards. He got sacked also. Because he doesn't throw the ball for real. He's not. He's not what we think. Michael Vick can throw. I don't think Taysom Hill has the accuracy or the confidence to lead a team as a quarterback. Absolutely not. He's he's a faster, taller Tebow. Yeah. That's it. He has a better throwing motion than Tebow, but he doesn't have good quarterback presence. His first thought is fucking scramble. He does a three-step drop, and he's looking to pull up two steps forward yeah. in the pocket so that he can do to make some shit happen. Now, Jameis threw the ball one time in this game, and he threw an interception. Hey, that's Jameis, bro. Yeah. Mr. 50-50 himself. 50 touchdowns, 50 interceptions, same season. I'll live and die by that because my man is out here trying. He ain't throw no interception on a check down. Nah, Jameis went hard or went home with his interceptions. You feel me? Yeah. And he went back out there and kept throwing. 
but we definitely don't need him out there throwing a thousand interceptions or thirty interceptions. If it come with thirty touchdowns to boot, I like my odds. I like my defense's odds. We didn't score a touchdown on Sunday. Three field goals. Three six nine. Boom. Three the Derek Carr threw twenty three times and got a hundred and twenty seven fucking yards. And this is the shit that pisses me off. It was second quarter. The game, we were still in it. Second quarter. Third and four. Derek Carr drops in the pocket. He looks left. He looks right. We had two receivers that would have had six to eight yards. They were crossing each other. So that's a benefit because is the defender going to follow this other nigga and double team him or is he going to stay with his man? You get in that little traffic jam, you get some space. Moreau was open, our tight end. What does he do? He throws it down the field where for some strange reason, Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid were sharing very close to the same space. And he threw that bitch 20, 30 yards down the field. (laughs) <laughs> hey, hey, Derek Carr, it's third and four. Get the first down so we can stay on the field. Does not make good decisions, bro. The most accurate quarterback since Drew Brees. Because he isn't making a decision to throw the fucking ball most times. He's taking the sack. He's throwing it out of bounds. Like, dead ass, bro. I'm done with this shit. I'm fucking done with this experiment. For some strange reason, Alvin Kamara caught 13 receptions for 36 fucking yards. That means it was a blown up screen. It was a blown up screenplay 13 fucking times. Because ain't no way my man only got two and three yards every time he caught the ball. It's a whole bunch of East to West rather than north to south movement. And this is first game back. I don't really expect him to be, you know what I'm saying, out here just lightning bolt back. I wish he would be that, but that's not how it works in the NFL. If you're behind four weeks, you're you going to be sluggish compared to these other people that have been taking snaps for since the beginning. So I kind of expected him to have a slow return, but – I always say I said this in the, from the beginning that Derek Carr wasn't the quarterback for us because he's doing the same shit he was doing in Oakland. Is he? He might be doing fucking worse. Yeah, I'm going to say worse because he got weapons over here. Yeah. He got ammo. Yeah, plenty Clips. of love. We have, like you said, we hadn't dropped a pass the first three games of the season. So it ain't it ain't the people that you're throwing it to. It's you. What's going on in your head? Not throwing it in the middle of the field. Not making the best decisions when you are fucking the quarterback. And and I came in here after game one, maybe game two, and I gave Baker props, mad props. Baker looked different out here. Baker's Baker's trying. Like Baker's running for the first down. Knowing he a small 
slightly fast guy running for the first down and getting blasted, but getting the first down with it. Like Baker is trying. He put 246 on us. Yeah. He got sacked once. He threw one interception. But three touchdowns. That's yep. disgusting. Yeah, that makes all the difference. And that Bucks defense is is not exactly, you know, class C. They are class A defense for real, for real. So, I mean, you that's what you can expect from them. They, they they stopped us like they did from scoring a touchdown, kept kept us to field goals, and their mediocre quarterback did what he needed to do. That's on some Trent Dilfer in the Super Bowl. Game manager. Yep. Game that's, man. That's all he went in there and did was manage that game. And that defense carried him. That's all you got to do sometimes. Hey, don't win the game, doggy. But don't lose the game. Yeah. Derek Carr, you're losing the games. Now that fucking Green Bay shit, I'll chalk a lot of that up to coaching. Oh my god! But Derek Carr is going to get a lion's share of that more than the coaching. Well, he got do. injured. He got injured. They put in Jameis, and they got too conservative. It was running, but running wasn't working. Like if running don't get you first downs, right. then guess what, my nigga? We back to throwing. You right. know what I'm saying? Guess what? We back to throwing. I blame the defense in that loss. Um, I'd like to blame the defense, but if we're going three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, then the defense is gassed. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But we got to bail the defense out by putting a long drive together with first downs, methodical pace. Like we got to go out there and fucking, hey. If if we're thirty seconds on the sh- on the play clock and we just ran the ball for three yards, we not hiking the ball until twenty eight seconds is ran. Right, we're gonna chew this clock up, but not Pete Carmichael. Yeah, I don't get it why they didn't do that. Cause it's like they scored all these fucking points in the fourth quarter, which is upsetting because we're beating you the whole game. And usually the Saints are losing the whole game, and then they try to come back in the third and fourth quarter. But I can say at least we struck first in in that Green Bay game. But disgusting. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference if you don't finish your foods. Playing with your fucking food, kill it. Finish your breakfast, bro. You gotta finish your breakfast. Now. There were a couple other games that kind of pissed me off. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm pretty sure last week I came in here and shitted on Justin Fields in Chicago. And everybody Uh, in the media has been shitting on Justin Fields in Chicago and the organization and the coaches and the fans. I shit on Broncos too last week because Russell Wilson is a whore. But that game was actually entertaining. You talking about the Dolphins and the Broncos? No, no. The, Broncos, and, Broncos versus the Bears. Uh, so 31-28, Broncos win. But Fields put up 330, four touchdowns. And it was an amazing, it was a clinic. Like just all the shit that I said Justin Fields wasn't doing, where he was in the pocket, a clean pocket, 
and he was waiting two seconds too long and niggas wasn't open no more and he was getting sacked or he was getting chased because he waited two seconds too long, he was on time. He did a five-step drop back in the first quarter. And I was just like, here we go with the bullshit. He did a five-step drop back, five steps. He steps forward two steps. Next thing you know, his arm is in motion to release the ball. Oh, my God. I'm not even that good in Madden. You understand what I'm saying? Like, my man, everything went on schedule. It went on script. It was perfect. Now, the Broncos got him. I'm going to chalk that up to coaching from Sean Payton. I'm going to chalk that up to veteran leadership with the Broncos. And I'll chalk that up to when you make a mistake, niggas are going to capitalize. Justin Fields threw an interception. The Broncos took advantage. One more possession for us. What did we win by? Three points. One possession. Hey, chalk it up, bro. You got it. But I don't think the Bears are as doomed as some other teams. The New York football giants. Now I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> we four we four games in the season. The Giants have had a prime time game every fucking yes. week. Every week. Roger Goodell, you think I'm stupid. You keep playing in my face like this, Roger Goodell. I'ma let you know about yourself, sir. They're trying to make people pay for the games now, man. That shit is so crazy. Uh, I know we didn't always get to see all of them, but damn, like YouTube charging niggas $70 to fucking watch football. Other joints is 50, Hulu talking about $59, $69 to see like an NFL package type thing. Like, what's up with that? Just put the games up there for us to fucking see. You're not getting these out of market games, bro. No. You're not getting these no. out of market games for the free free. It's still a business. But who wants to see the fucking Giants and the Seahawks? <sighs> not I. Not <laughs> Said the I. DJ. <laughs> not I. I ain't gonna hold you. My, <laughs> my stepdad love the Giants. I'm not like I fucking watched for the first quarter. And I was just like, all right. I'm going to bed, bro. Like I'm, <laughs> there, there's nothing left for us to see here today. Facts. Daniel, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, your disgusting young man. Facts. Twenty-seven completions, two hundred yards, two interceptions. You were sacked ten times by the stat sheet, but eleven times by my eyes. <laughs> He has a quarterback rating of a 22. <laughs> oh, got an Emmitt Smith jersey on his back. <laughs> a 22. So, and they, yeah. did they pay him all that money? They paid him all that money. But, and I don't know how the Giants and their owners do business, but this is how I do business. I'm not married to my mistakes. 
I'm not married to my mistakes. Donald Daniel Jones has fucked up enough to where I can't trade him. And now I got to pay my running back next year. Who's also hurt. Saquon's hurt. Yeah, they're not paying him. They might. But this draft class of college football players is going to be the best draft class of college football player quarterbacks for like the past 15 years. We haven't seen a draft class this good in in damn near forever. So let's go out here. Hey, Saquon, keep sitting your ass down for a couple weeks. Let's go out here, keep putting up a marginal effort, and let's get a good draft pick so we can draft another quarterback who can come in here and do what Daniel Jones can't. We're going to take a hit on the money. We'll take a hit on the money. I'm prepared to take a hit on this money because there's no better time than now to take a hit on this money. (laughs) And the NFC alone, it might be 10 teams that ain't moving off their quarterback. Eagles ain't moving off their quarterback. Cowboys ain't moving off their quarterback. 49ers. 49ers ain't moving off their quarterback. The the Seahawks ain't moving off of Geno. Believe it or not. Geno actually, they 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 pony boy. (laughs) Geno doing the damn thing for them. Baker might fuck around and be the man of Tampa for the next three to five. We can't. (laughs) <laughs> they were just bullshit when they picked him up, though. Like on some flop, this you know, do what you can do, nigga. They hit a lick, bro. They yeah. hit a lick. <laughs> yeah. You ever go do some shit? You be like, oh shit, I got way more money than out of this. And this, we gonna give him four, and he gonna do what he do for that. Hey, look, and, and gonna, he out there doing what he do for that. We gonna give him four. We gonna start looking out the window in two, maybe three. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. But but this year's draft class, we're not looking out the window. The Saints probably can't afford to look out the window. No. The Falcons just drafted a nigga, so they dead in the water. He doing all right for them, though. Uh, As a rookie? For a rookie, Ritter is doing okay, but I think the Falcons expected a faster turnaround. Like, when he bad, he bad. Everybody not going to get Brock Purdy. Uh, As they call him on the internet. And I'm gonna pause, but as they call him on the internet, Big Cock Brock. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know they, I didn't know they was introducing the boy like that. Does his mother know? <laughs> I mean, she changed his pamper. She might, she might be in the loop. <laughs> Chill. She might have started the whole rumor. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get my baby some clicks. <laughs> hey, he was the last draft pick of his class, like. But even that's there, like, it's niggas out here that is not worried about a quarterback. I think the Titans need a quarterback. I think mm-hmm. the Patriots definitely need a quarterback. Like, the Patriots. So let's talk about the Patriots. Ugh. I know, 
I know I've been on this on this here platform many a times telling y'all Tommy ain't Tommy without Bill Belichick. I said it. I know I said it. I wrote it down and I read it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's out there in the universe. Mm -hmm. The further we get away from that dynasty, the more that that statement is being proven wrong. Because Tom, he went down to Tampa and he won one. Okay, that's what I was that's what I was waiting on. Yeah. <laughs> he went down to Tampa and he won one. Thanks. He also went down to Tampa, he won one, and he lost one. Bill ain't even smelled the panties yet, dog. Yeah. Ain't touched one yet. He ain't touch a titty. He ain't even been to the dance. <laughs> Since Tommy left. And I think it's looking more like at this point, Bill got to win three straight with an undefeated season for him to say that this shit was even 50-50 in my eyes. I still think he's one of the top five coaches in the NFL ever. But as I said before, when the split happened, and this is a part, part of the reason why I couldn't give him all the credit, was because he drafts terrible. No Pro Bowl players on the Patriots offense besides Gronk and Tom. So it's like, you're not that good at the draft part. You're good at wheeling and dealing. You good at dropping a nigga a year early. And trading. Yeah, you great at that. But getting this talent in here, cultivating that talent, homegrown talent, it's not your bag, playboy. That is not your bag. So that's my beef with Belichick. Um, he, He fucking, he stunk it up. In front of the hoes in Dallas. I thought the crop top crusader was going to make a comeback in Dallas. He did not. It looks like, optically, it looks like we moving off of Mac Jones. He not producing. <laughs> He's just, I mean, what else can you say about Mac Jones that hasn't been said about? Iraq. Uh, I mean, he's producing interceptions. <laughs> Thank you. Does that count? Yeah, that's fumbles. Fumble. He's producing yeah. fumbles. Uh, two interceptions. I think one of them was a pick six. I think the fumble was a fumble six. Yeah, he's, uh, a, he's your favorite porn star, coughing up a lot of balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, fuck Bill Belichick. Though, no. fuck the. Fuck the Patriots. Um, Taylor Swift. Don't. Can don't I? even give it. Don't give her no credit, bro. What the hell? Credit? She thought I was about to give her credit? Yeah, man. I, I don't even think she need the attention. You thought I was about to give that young white Nubian queen? Oh, 
Crying? White Nubian? Don't even say that in the same sentence. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is a white Nubian goddess. Oh. All right? With the whore red lipstick every time you see her. And for some reason, on a football Sunday, more attention is being paid to that fucking owner's box than any owner's box in the history of fucking football. Why do I need to see a reaction from Taylor Swift after every play? I'd rather look at Mike Tirico and his diminished hairline. I'd rather look at the black lady with the bad weaves. Um, I just, you know, I just wish they would stop. Or the what, black lady that he dropped to get the washboard, Taylor Swift. Oh, Kayla. Yeah, we love Kayla around these parts. Let me tell you. Whoa. Batty. Batty. As, as a matter of fact, <laughs> But hey, man, I, I mean, that's what happened when you go from white chocolate to state trooper. But in Kelsey's defense, he did host Saturday Night Live this past week. Okay. I don't think he does that without Taylor Swift. Well, you know, he hosted Saturday Night Live before when he was still with the black girl, though. So. Did he? Yeah, he's hosted Saturday Night Live before. This isn't his first time. It's yours. Shit. Let me find out. We up on our fucking Travis Kelsey information here on the pod. Well, let's just say I'm a Saturday Night Live fan. No, so you're the reason why they keep making shows? Nah, probably so. I think the reason why they keep making shows because a lot of the move, like the Austin Powers and, you know what I'm saying, the Happy Gilmores, that, that stemmed from Saturday Night Live. So, but I think that's the only reason. I think the people that people of old from Saturday Night Live are keeping Saturday Night Live alive. And Keenan Thompson, if it was for good old Keenan Thompson, Bruh. I think he, because <laughs> that Jay, the rest of them sketches be boring for real. If if Keenan not in it for real, or if Keenan ain't have too much to do with it or the special guest, then yeah. Keenan saved Saturday Night Live in Fuck the black right. community because we was not fucking with them. We only fuck with them when they have one funny black. And for a minute, it was Tim Meadows, uh, or you you might know him as the ladies' man and the ladies' man, Leon Felt. I know, like Leon Felt. <laughs> um, Leon before Leon Phelps, I can't remember who it was. Eddie Murphy was there Eddie for Murphy. like three episodes. Mm-hmm. Now they had a token black before Leon Phelps, but Leon Phelps had a run. Keenan beat his run. Yeah, they tried to. Uh, well, Damon Wayans was only on for like one or two episodes too before he got there and snapped on. Him. So, so yeah, I guess we can't say Damon Wayans. So, yeah. yeah, I just you know Saturday Night Live was cool, but when Mad TV was popping, I liked Mad them. TV. They was more edgy. Mad TV and In Living Color way better than Saturday Night Live. I don't know why either one of those shows aren't still going. Or at least Mad TV. Uh, well, they couldn't do In Living Color today. And you know nah. that. You yeah. know that. Handyman? Yeah, Handicap man? Oh like my they... 
<laughs> Never what underestimate was, the powers of the handicap. <laughs> what was the joint? Um, the the hated it. Yeah, men on film. Too, yeah, men on film. Like yeah. they cannot do that today. Nah, they was offensive, and they was like, "Yo, shit, we offensive," but like nobody gonna tell on us. Like today, everybody would tell, tell on. on yeah, niggas would be in trouble for watching *The Living Color*. They'd cancel you for watching *The Living Color* today. <laughs> That shit is crazy. You know what? And this is a side note. Go ahead. (laughs) I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. (laughs) I have to now. I got to. So, the Alphabet Gang. Yeah, the Alphabet Gang, the Rainbow Gang. Uh Um... We talk and laugh often about how they're being pushed and almost forced upon you as if there were some type of agenda. Well, something came across my feed today and it was like seven minutes of protest videos in random places like the mall amusement parks movie theaters the apple store like any public place you could think to protest there were protests different cities different times just random protests from the christians bro oh man i thought you was about to say from the gays Mm-hmm. And that's when I thought to myself, I said, self. How many, how many times has somebody in the alphabet gang knocked on your door trying to get you to come join the squad? You feel me? How many times has the alphabet gang just randomly been in public somewhere like Bourbon Street <laughs> trying to trying to get their shit off? Like how often do you see the alphabet gang openly recruiting? When's the last time somebody from the Alphabet Gang yelled at you from the street with a sign in a book filled with potential propaganda? Hmm. It's never happened. I can't say yeah. It has never happened. Whose world is this? The world is yours. I guess I should be starting this with something else. Maybe from our guy. Uh also last week was Wayne's birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Wayne. Right? Happy birthday, Wayne. Yeah. We was talking all good about him on the pod, and the next day it was just like, did you know on September 27th, little Wayne was born? I was like, oh, that's cool. 
Um, so first, I got one question for you before we even get into the mixtape. What's your favorite? What's the best? Not your favorite. What's the best Wayne song ever in the history of Wayne? Uh, to me, my favorite Wayne song would have to be the best Wayne song to me, far as lyrically and everything, mixtape and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give it to Georgia Bush. Really? Yeah. Money, money, money. Get a dollar in the dick. Easy baby that shit. Motherfucker. Get a sniff. No homo out there. I got money, but I'm rich. That Jane. He killed that money. I could listen to that a thousand times in a row. Georgia Bush from the Dedication 2 mixtape. Um... I'm either going Birdman Jr. off Carter One or surprisingly, this might be a surprise, um, Nightmares at the Bottom. Nightmares at the Bottom is a dope song. And it's so simple. Like and that's the beat. Yeah. Like descending piano keys and a little bit of bass in the background, and it's like that's it. Yeah, that worked. Clap. Yeah. Yeah. And then Birdman Jr. because I just think that was just spitting at a high level. Uh, with no hook, but he just took a breath and Birdman came in, talked a little shit. I tell him one, I tell him again, shorty. Now get your fuck ass up, yeah. And I'm coming back on the capital. Only way to survive is kill. If the elements don't murder you, the ride is real. Like it was just a, it was a bar, it was a bar exam. You just want to listen to every bar again. And if the red dot spot him and the hollow is got him, got him. Stop to his bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hard song, too. That's the very one. bottom of the map. Louisiana, piranhas everywhere you're at. You gotta wear an extra condom and an extra gut. Your bitch can get it for acting like a man. Oh, man, I'm just gonna have to play the song on here. But... <laughs> Uh, Wayne dropped the the fix before the six last week. Did you were you able to listen to the fix before the six? I have not checked the fix before the six shit. Okay, I'm gonna say some things. You can say you look. I'm still gonna check it out regardless because <laughs> it's Wayne. I know you're gonna check it out. Yeah, uh, ten tracks. To me, we shooting 50%. We shooting 50%. And I don't think it's a, hey, these are old. These are, these are age songs. I don't think that's the issue. Yo, I really think, I think Wayne was in a time capsule. As a person, like when Goku and Gohan went into the hyperbolic chamber, 
I think Wayne was in the hyperbolic chamber with them. Because his beat selection, I'm not even going to blame it on the producers. I'm going to blame him because we're removed from the Carter Five records, which may have been old. And you got to throw a new verse on here. We're going to keep the first verse and the hook goes. Now we're removed from that shit. And we, we're going off the strength of your work. Maybe some of these were stowaways. They didn't make the sixth album. Thank God. Thank God. But out of 10 tracks, I know for sure. It's three of these joints that I never want to hear again in my life. Oh. <laughs> Trust me. I, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> like, you ever heard that song and you like, yo, I pray to God I never hear this shit on accident, dog. Like, how can I get this shit out of my iTunes? <laughs> Don't play shit like this no more. <laughs> ever, 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 ever again. <laughs> yeah, some some stuff. Yeah, I know for sure. Because, like I said, I think I said this last week though. Because I ain't saying Wayne falling off, but he has aged, and and he has not aged well. Especially with the whole Birdman taking his money and giving him a nice car and a nice home, but not paying him what he rightfully deserves. And like, and if he was in the time capsule, he should have ju- jumped in a drought three time capsule, a dedication time capsule. He shouldn't have jumped in a rock and roll time capsule for real, for real. I don't think that's the Wayne people looking for. I don't think so either. But I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed for the sixth album. I still have faith in the sixth album. Uh, but I hope he gives it time. And I, I fucking, uh, I don't know. I just got my fingers crossed, man. I got my fingers crossed too. Like I got high hopes for all the people that, you know what I'm saying? I had, I've listened to in my past, you know, if Jada can say he coming out with an album, I got my fingers crossed, but Jada don't disappoint. You know what I'm saying? He on some great white shark shit. I haven't changed. You know, I've I've only modified myself a little bit in order to be continue to be this apex predator that I am and that you know me to be. But a lot of other people just can't come out and maintain that strength that they had back then. And, you know, I really do think, you know, what happened to Wayne, he, it's going to take a whole lot for him to bounce back for real. And so... You know, so we can see that momentous artist that we used to see back in the day. That we used to look forward to hearing that lighter flip. He's my goat. (laughs) But if he doesn't start to adapt, make some changes, make some alterations, like... He's got to do a little something. Or else he won't be. Yeah. He gave all that music away for free back then. Or Birdman cashed in on it. 
So now he's trying to make sure any anything that he did in the past doesn't go to waste, I guess. Because it does sound a bit dated. If you ask me. And and we better not. I mean, I love uh, artists putting mixtapes out on the DSPs. I love that. Mm-hmm. But that's not a mixtape to me. With with all original pieces of work, mm. you're not jumping on nobody's instrumental. Uh, he talks about that. He can't do that no more. That's not a thing no more. Yeah, because you can't get it on streaming platforms, and that piff ain't that piffing no more. Yeah. So I mean, I I get it, but I'm not happy about it. You know, niggas sell physical mixtapes somewhere on Earth. Yeah. Go make something for them niggas, so I can find it download it on my computer and then put it on my phone that way. But yeah. Yeah, shit ain't the same as what it used to be. Like, we... I I never forget those days, bro. You used to... Aside of the, the, you know what I'm saying, the playlist that we used to bump. <laughs> but we used to get the mixtapes. We, we got the, you know what I'm saying, the droughts and the carters and the and and what the Jeezy joints and stuff like that. The Can't Ban the Snowmans. We managed to have that time. And man, it's just it's crazy for for now for that not to even be as relevant as it was back in those days. Like people say they dropping mixtapes, but like you said, they got all original music up there. It ain't nobody rapping off of old beats or beats that just came out this summer. I missed that. I missed that. It ain't like that no more. I wish it was, though. Damn. The good old days. We had, um, you know, I thought that shit was going to last forever. Like, at that clip where Wayne dropping a mixtape, like, every week. And Dipset dropping mixtapes on a regular basis before Joel started doing whatever Joel did recreationally. I just thought that shit was going to last forever, dog. Like, that shit was, that shit, that shit is crazy. Yo. So, right now, um, oh, my nigga. So, have you been, have you been tuning in to Club Shay Shay? (laughs) 